Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. I want us to look at a scripture. A scripture that is so, so important. In the book of Psalm 91, it says that, um, thank you, Holy Spirit. In Psalm 91, the Bible says that he that dwells in the secret place of the Almighty shall abide under the, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. To abide under his shadows, I, I know most of us might, uh, some of us might not be familiar with how a hen covers the cheek or the cheeks. So the hen covers the cheeks when they see a predator or danger coming. The cheeks are very vulnerable or cheeks, uh, cheeks are baby, baby hen. Okay. So he covers the, she covers the cheeks when she sees trouble coming. And he says that the, he that abides in the secret place of the almighty, he that dwells in the secret place shall abide under the shadow. In other words, you know, God is your covering. You are under the shadow of God. You are under the wings of the almighty God. And no evil coming from any direction will be able to touch you. As we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, as we pay the price to be in His presence, that's the secret place of the Most High, in His presence. Look at the verse 2. I will, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. I will say, that's why I told you the other time, what you say matters. What you say matters. He said, I will say of the Lord, he is he, he is my refuge. What's a refuge? Some of us might not be familiar with um, refuge because it's not a normal day-to-day -day, um, usage. But I know some of us know about refugees. A refugee is someone who is running for their dear life and to seek refuge. So wherever the refugee goes to be protected from danger is a refuge. Wherever you go to be protected from what is threatening your life, your existence, and what is threatening you. Anything you run to, you run from one place, uh, uh, your normal place, you run from there to a place where you know that in that place you will be protected and you will be saved from the harm of what is coming after you. Now, Bible says that I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. <laughs> Someone say, God is my refuge. God is my refuge. In these days, you need God as your refuge even more. Me, I am happy. I'm happy to be identified as a refugee. Yes, I am a refugee. I'm a refugee and I have sought refuge in God. As for asylum, I don't know, but I know refuge. I'm taking my cover in God. I'm taking my protection in God. Re I am a refugee. I don't know of you, but me, I am a bona fide, happy refugee. 
happy refugee. Look, there are some people who are not even refugees. There's no, their lives are not in danger. But they think living in the United Kingdom is far better than where they are. So they make themselves like refugees to come and seek refuge when they are no, they are not refugees. Why? Because the the standard of living where they are going is better. So, so they go like refugees. In the same way, we are not even just the standard of live of living in God is better. But you actually, your life is under a threat by a virus, by wicked people, by enemies. By Satan's pro program and agenda, your marriage is under threat. But thank God that we have a refuge in God. Thank God we have a refuge in God. Thank God we have a refuge in God. Shout, thank God I am a refugee. Thank God I'm a refugee. He said, uh, it, it, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. Not only that, and my fortress. A fortress is a, a, a very very heavily fortified heavily guarded place where you run to and armies that are after you or when a nation is under attack the citizens have to run into a certain place a, a fortress like it's well it's properly built to defend those inside from oncoming attacks as a fortress something is usually castles are like that are built as fortresses in those days fortresses are built on mountains so for you, man, for uh, a place like Buckingham Palace is a fortress. So you can't go there easily. You can't penetrate there. A fortress is a place that heavily guarded, properly built. When you attack, you can't easily attack beyond that place. And Bible says, God is my fortress. You can't attack me beyond God. You can't go past God and get to me. Because our lives are hid in Christ. Our lives are are hidden Christ. Our lives are hidden Christ. And so the psalmist said, the, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. And then he said, just in case things are going on around me that don't make sense, my God, in him I will trust. I trust in him, but I will still trust in him. I will trust in him. It doesn't matter what seems to be going on. I will still trust in him because he is my God. Look at verse 3. Surely, he shall deliver you from the snare. You remember, I think three days ago, I mentioned this snare. From snare, snare is a trap to catch your feet and get you into trouble. God himself will come and deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Pestilence is a pandemic. <laughs> Another word for pandemic is pestilence. Something that is in the air and killing people and, and destroying life. God will deliver you from the perilous, uh, King James, I think King James said, noisome, noisome, perilous is, it makes people perish, it's dangerous, pestilence, you and your household shall be delivered, I'm prophesying, you and your household shall be delivered from the noisome pestilence, God shall deliver you from the fowler and from the noisome pestilence, anything that has been set as a trap for you, God will deliver you from it, and anything that has that is loose, is at large, destroying lives, attacking lives, God will save you from that noisome pestilence in the name of Jesus, and so if we have gathered here, we have gathered to be in the secret place of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Our meetings 
are the secret place of the Lord. You are coming into the presence of the Lord. That is the secret place of the Lord. And, and there is nowhere God's presence is guaranteed like where two or three are gathered in his name. When you are by yourself, there is no guarantee that he is with you. But he says, when if as long as it's two of you gather in my name, he said, me, you don't call me, I am there. You don't have to call me. Once you gather, I am there. Where two or three gather together in my name. The caveat is in my name. If you have gathered in my name, he said, I am there in the midst of them. No, I will be there. No, no, no. He didn't say I will be there. He said, I am there. They meet, I'm there. And so there is no guaranteed presence anywhere like, I'm not saying when you are by yourself, God is not there. Manifested presence maybe at a very low level or sometimes there might not even be any manifested presence but when we gather in his name he guarantees that his presence is here and brothers and sisters if you look at what god has been doing for the past um 16 days it is very clear it's very evident that he actually is in our midst he, he is here because he said he would never leave when we gather he'll be with us he's here in our midst and this is the secret place of the most high and if you dwell in the secret place of the most high then you abide under the shadow of the almighty then you will say the lord is my refuge and my strength he will uh, i will not I will, uh, he's my god in whom i will trust and then you say he will deliver then once you trust him he will he's not just your refuge he's not just your fortress he's also your deliverer he will deliver you from the uh, from the snare from the trap of the fowler and he will uh, 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 and he will save you from the noisome pestilence this is what i am believing god and trust that you will be able to expect exercise your faith in this direction brothers and sisters exercise your faith exercise your faith for your siblings for your mother for your father for your brothers exercise your faith in this direction in the name of jesus this is the time to put your your whole confidence in god because god he will do it and he's already showing up in our midst i would want us to go slightly a different direction in prayer i want us to pray so we are going to contend in oh, prayer. Yes. In Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24, 23 and 24, particularly 24. We are going to pray and it says that rise up, take your journey and pass over the river Anon, Anon. Behold, I have given into your hand Sihon, the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land. What should you do? Begin to possess it and contend with him in a bat in battle. Contend, fight. I've given it to you, but you have to fight and take it. Huh. Take it from. It's already not for him. He's an illegal occupant. Occu occupant. He's occupying it illegally because I have uh, ownership has changed hands. But on the surface, it doesn't look like that. So you have to begin to contend with him in battle. Tonight, we have to contend anything that belongs to you, which the enemy has hijacked or has gone into the wrong hands. You want to pray and contend with it and possess your possession. Yes. Some of us, we have to fight. Tonight, we really want to contend. Fight, fight against the work of the enemy. 
the work of the devil against your family against your family tonight i want us to focus our fight for the family so tonight you got to fight for your family you got to fight for your family because your family is important you got to fight for your family the bible says in ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 and 13 12 it says that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness where in heavenly place we wrestle not against that means we wrestle against we wrestle against principalities and powers so we are not wrestling against uh, flesh and blood but we actually wrestling against principalities flesh and blood there connotes physical things things that can be seen things that can be touched things that can be handled things that can be understood by the normal mind we are wrestling against uh, principalities and powers against against rulers of the darkness of this age there's a darkness there's darkness in this age and those who are ruling it those who are behind it the puppet masters behind the scenes uh. we have to deal with forces behind the scenes so your brother is not well your mother is very unwell don't just say medication medication let the medication go on uh. but go on your knees and take advantage of this environment and deal with forces behind the scenes yes that's what i'm talking about we have to deal with some of you if you don't deal, if you don't deal with forces behind the scene none of your family members will get married uh. yeah none of them will get married there are forces behind this can't you see the trend can't you see the pattern there's a particular similar pattern that is flowing is following from grandmother to uh, to mother and aunties from mother and aunties to sisters and cousins you can see it's 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 flowing from grandfather to father and uncles from father and uncles to brothers and cousins you can hmm. see and now even to ne uh, uh, nephews hmm. you can see the trend you can see the trend somebody must rise up and stand in the gap and say never again no more no more it's, it's enough. enough enough is enough yes enough is enough enough of this satanic harassment enough of this satanic harassment in my family the whole family is tensed the whole family is under tension because of what is going on enough is enough oh lord turn the captivity around enough is enough Amen. god cares about families so it says in second corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 it talks about verse 4 says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal so that means we are in a warfare we are in combat hand-to-hand -hand combat we are in combat we are we are in a fight we are in a fight we are in a fight and we don't fight this fight physically because it's not for the weapons that we are using are not carnal carnal means physical natural give me niv let's see how the niv what what uh, the weapon of our warfare uh, for, for the the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world 
on the on the contrary, even though they are not the weapons of this earth, they have this world, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. You know what a stronghold is? A stronghold is anything that holds you strong. It's holding you and not let you go. It's holding your family. Some of you ladies, some of you gentlemen, at your age, you are still not married. Maybe there's a stronghold. Some of you ladies, there's a stronghold. And some of you are so fortunate to be young enough to start tackling some of these things. So when is your time of marriage, it doesn't get deferred and delayed. Let's deal with it now. And some of you mothers, fight what you fought and you are beginning to see victory. Fight it so your, daughter, your daughters won't have to fight. Fight so your sons won't have to fight. Fight! Fight. How do we fight? There are different ways of fighting. But one of the main, uh, one of the main ways to fight is fighting through prayer. So I just, that's why Jesus said, my house shall be a house of prayer. Mark chapter 11 verse 17. My house shall be a house of prayer. So that's why when we gather, it's an opportunity to release the power of God. To release the power of God to turn things around. To turn things around. In the book of Isaiah chapter 49, he said, Shall the prey be delivered from the mighty? Shall the captive be delivered from the strong one? It's, it's a rhetorical question. That means straightforward no. If a, a prisoner is being held, uh, detained, kept in uh, Guantanamo Bay, or let's even say in UK here, London here, Belmarsh. When they take you to Belmarsh, it's high security prison, like Julian Assange. You can't say, oh, he's my friend, I like him. So I'm going to the prison to go and release him. <laughs> how are you going to do it? No, I mean, how? You, you can't do it. You can't do it. So the, the, the prayer cannot be delivered. Put it back, Psalm 40, uh, Isaiah 49, 24, sorry. It says that, shall the prayer be taken from the mighty? If a mighty one has captured the prey, can you go to a lion and say, my friend, bring the rabbit? <laughs> no. You can't go to a lion that has caught a rabbit or a goat and say, bring the goat. Leave the goat, there. Leave the goat before I deal with you. In fact, he will finish you before you say the next thing. <laughs> finish you. So how come David was able to deal with the, 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 the lion and deliver the goat? That's where we are going. There is something that can come upon us. We will ex exercise to be able to deliver so he said can the prey be taken uh, taken from the mighty or uh, captive uh, of the righteous be delivered uh, or give me a king james the captive of the chiefs of the righteous it says that lawful captives a lawful captive is someone who has got std because of unprotected fornication you brought it upon yourself that's a uh, 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 that's lawful captive you did it and you got your results you went and stole money or you were you went and did something you shouldn't have done bad and now you are in trouble you are not in trouble because somebody hates you you are in trouble because of your actions it's called lawful captivity it's it's legal you are in captive but that captivity is legal he said how can you go and deliver someone who is a lawful captive how can you deliver the prey from the lion can you imagine a cat or a dog going to the lion and say, hey, leave the goat alone. <laughs> a dog, a dog. <laughs> Not even a hyena. A dog going to a lion and say, stop eating that. You can't kill that animal. 
No, you can't deliver the prayer from the mighty because he's too mighty to go and deliver the prayer from. And then the lawful captives cannot be. This is what is called in, in grammar a rhetorical question. A question that doesn't need an answer. It's the answer is implied in the question. It's like we are all coming from town and it's been raining heavily. And as we entered, we are telling our friend who is inside that it's raining. And said, really? And then you, I turned to you, who are my friend we came from. I said, oh, I, I'm asking you, is this not rain? That's rain. It's because we saw the rain. And I said, is this not rain? You don't need to. I'm just, it's, a, it's a question, but it doesn't need an answer. A question that doesn't need an answer. Is it not rain? Is it not, am I not saying something? See, it's, it's, it's a rhetorical question. So he said, can, can, shall the prayer be taken from the mighty? He said, it's not, it doesn't need an answer. You should know if you have common sense that you can't go and deliver. How, I mean, you see what I'm talking about. How can a cow go to lion and say, lion, bring, uh, let the rabbit go. Release that before I'll kill you. Hey, how can, you can't deliver from the mighty. You see, so a prayer cannot be delivered or a lawful captive cannot be delivered. So it's love, lawful captivity. All right. Now go to the next verse. Having understood this, say, but. Shout, but. In spite of the fact that some things, um, uh, uh, um, in spite of the fact that some things cannot cannot be done god said but and we have actually seen a but somebody who had a challenge with std but believed god on this same platform just last week or is it this week and he or she got her deliverance because this is a lawful captive but but god said that says the lord even the captive of the mighty He said, even, even. That means the, Lord, the captive of the not so mighty other one is no problem. The, he said, even, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prayer of the terrible shall be delivered. For how is he going to do it? For I, God, I will contend with him that contend with thee and I will oh, this is too good. Hallelujah. This is good, too good. He said, me, I will contend with the Contend means to fight. God said, I will fight with him that fights with you, and I will save. Say, save. Save. Say, save. And guess what he said? He brought family matter inside this. This is family matter. You have to fight for your family. This is, he said, I will save your children. Family salvation. I will save your, he didn't say, I will save you. I will save your children. That means you and it will extend beyond you. Salvation goes further than just you. Acts chapter 16 verse 31 Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ On the Lord and you shall be saved Not only you You and your household Lord I believe Acts chapter 11 Verse 14 Acts chapter 11 Verse 14 He said I will tell you where, uh, he, uh, Who will tell you where by which you and your household this is cornelius the angel appeared to cornelius he said send and go and call send for peter when peter comes he's going to preach some words to you that is why you need servant of god you need a man 
earth to preach a certain word. And salvation is always oh, Kadima Salvation is always connected to preaching. Salvation is always connected to a word spoken by a saint one. Salvation is always connected. That is why I believe God has sent me tonight for us to proclaim salvation over your family. Salvation over your life, salvation yeah. over your finances. Yeah. He says that send for Peter. Who will tell you words? Say words. Words. Someone shout. Speak the word, speak Pastor. Say it with conviction in your heart. Say, speak the word. He said, this man will come and say to you, he will tell you words. <laughs> he will tell you words by which you will be saved. Words Acts eleven fourteen. He said, Peter will tell you words, words, words by which he will tell you words by which you, not only you, I am focusing on household salvation. You, not only you, but you and your householder, 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 household. Today I'm telling somebody, fight for your family, fight for your family. And don't give up. Fight for your mother. Don't give up. Fight for your brother. Don't give up. Your brother who has become a drug addict, who has become an alcoholic, fight for him. Fight for him. Fight for him. He's in prison. It doesn't matter. The lawful captive shall be delivered. The lawful captive shall be delivered. Fight for your sister. She's going through divorce. Fight for her. Fight for your grandmother. She's struggling for her life. She is fighting for her, 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 her life. Fight for her. Fight for her. Fight for your family man. Fight for that your daughter. Fight for that your son. Fight for your husband. God, da, ba, ba, ba. He's becoming very wayward. He's backsliding from church and he started chasing other women. The devil is a liar. Don't fight against him. Fight for him. Don't fight against him. Fight for him. Fight for your wife. Fight for your wife. Fight for her health. That lamp in her breast, it is not going to turn into something else. Fight! Fight. Fight. He said, I will contend with those who contend against you. And I will save your children, your family. Your family. Send for Peter and he will come and tell you words by which you will be saved. It takes words to be saved. Salvation is a function of words. And in the book of Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 1, listen to how the Bible puts it. Yesterday I quoted this. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him before him and he said, Walk before me and be blameless. Appeared uh, to Abraham and said to him, I am, God, I'm, I am uh, Almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. Look at the next verse. And I will make covenant between me and with you, between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. Look at the next verse. And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, For as for me, my covenant is with me, and you shall be a father of many nations. This whole thing I'm dealing with you is not just you, it's going beyond you. Someone said it goes beyond me. It goes beyond me. It goes beyond me. This whole thing I'm, I'm telling you is going to go beyond you. God is a family-minded God. God saves family. And I Amen. see God saving 
your family. I see God saving your family. I see God saving your family. The captivity of your, of your family round. Jesus. Excellent. Let's go to Exodus chapter 12, verse 3. Speak to all the congregation of Israel on the 10th day of the month. That, that, watch this. Every man shall take for himself a lamb according to what? The house of his father. Awesome. A lamb for what? A lamb for what? For a household. Not for one person. No. A lamb for a household. A lamb. The lamb of God is for your household. Look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. And if thy house is too small for a lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons, according to each man's need, shall you make your count for the lamb. So it's a lamb for a household. A lamb for a household is important. Why? Because God is the God of a household. Mm. It's a household God. Please, today I'm talking about you have to fight for your family. I know you have issues with some of your siblings and some tension with some of your cousins and all that. But you can't separate yourself. Blood is blood. Your brother is your brother. You may like him or not. He's still your brother. Your, fa your, your father. Your father is your father. He mm. can be a, a, a crazy person. But still your father. Your mother is your mother. And that's, let's not just let's not fight against family. We have to fight for family. And this evening, we want to even focus more on people who have family members who are struggling for their lives with maybe an addiction or health challenge. And we have to curse COVID from every family. Amen. We have to curse the root of COVID. We Amen. curse the root of COVID. Amen. And you know, you know, COVID also likes families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It tells you it's, it's clearly it's devilish. COVID likes families. It likes families and loved ones. Once you have it, you say, ah, I, 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 not only you I want, I want you and your team. Look at Genesis chapter 7, verse 1. Then I'll quote one more scripture in Luke. And then we can pray. Genesis chapter 7, verse 1. He said, The Lord said to Noah, Come into come into the ark. You, oh, did you see that? Ah, God, just Noah is enough. No, 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 no. He said, I don't do that. I'm a household God. Come into the ark, you and your household, because I have seen that you are a right, you are righteous before me in this generation. Who is righteous? Noah. Mm -hmm. I said, Come with your household. To show that some of his sons are not even correct, they they went and sinned against their father after their father and they came out of the ark. So Noah household by Noah. It's Noah. Bible says in Hebrews chapter eleven, verse I think seven, by faith, Noah. By faith, Noah, verse seven, by faith, Noah being divinely one, obeyed. You see, God live here, obey, prepare. So it was Noah. But Genesis seven one, God said, Noah. I need you come into the ark. Oh boy, the ark was the only safe safe place. Mm. The ark was the only safe place. The church, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, shall oh, about abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The church is the only safe place, and you are in church. Look at what we are seeing in on this platform. Mm -hmm. Look at the power of God we are experiencing. Why won't you pray that this same power, this ark 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 blessings, will extend to your family? Mm -hmm. Those who have to be saved will be saved. And those mm -hmm. who are not maybe close by, they don't even have to be encouraged. You are encouraged on their behalf. 
Your family doesn't have to be members of Carriage for them to see what we are enjoying here. You alone, you are a whole family. You are a representation. You are a representation of your family. You are family representative. You are family rep. You are the representative of your family. It doesn't matter how funny they are. Sometimes they are insulting church and even in speaking against church. Don't worry. That's why God got you in early. So you will not do what they are doing. So through you, God will save you and get the act to cover them. Your mother is speaking, excuse me my language, rubbish against church. Rubbish against the, against pastors. You know what she's doing is not safe. That is why God saved you early. Because she would have still done it. And thank God you are in. So that from inside, you can, God can have mercy on her through you. We are, we are in this thing for our household. Not just for ourselves. Some of you, there's no way your children will go wayward. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You won't bury a child. You Amen. will not bury a child. You, it's a household God. It's a household God. That is why I want to advise strongly admonish parents. Be careful when you are speaking some negative about church and about pastors, particularly your pastor in the front of the children. Be careful because you might pay it more than you expect. Because if God is drawing your children into safety through your connectivity and you are going to pollute the flow of grace in the eyes of their children, then I'm sorry, you have cut them off and it's very dangerous. Those of you who delight in speaking against churches and against pastor i am advising you do not join in condemning especially a church where you feed from it's easy to have issues with church especially when you stay in the church very long mm -hmm. when you stay in church very long especially when you start backsliding like uh, <laughs> lockdown time when you start backsliding you begin to speak oh what every time fasting every time fasting your head when you were in need you the fasting was not enough for you when you were in need, today you have gotten somewhere you have put your feet. So you will want to disdain the same thing. This same thing that helped you. You, you are on a private, a small jet. And the jet is 25,000 miles above sea level. And suddenly you remember that the, you are having a meeting in the jet. But the engine is noisy, too noisy. So you, damn, you are going to turn off the engine that took you up. You want to turn it off because it's too noisy. It's not convenient for your meeting. That same engine that is sustaining you up, you up. You want to go and turn it off. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Don't join unbelievers. Even if you backslide, leave a little bit of common spiritual sense. Leave a little bit of common sense. Those of you who have backslided this lockdown and you are opening your mouth and lambasting churches, lambasting your pastor, lambasting your church, war betides you. You are getting into trouble. A day is coming when you will need help, but it, they will pray for you, but it will work because you have dismantled the validity of the grace from working for you. I know I'm prophesying to somebody. Oh, yeah. Arrogance tells you, I don't care, I don't care. In the day of your need, you will see how much you care. In the day of your need, don't join in attacking a church you have been fed. Don't join. And those of you who are in church, stop condemning people in church in the presence of your children. They will leave church and fall into the trap of the enemy. Fight for your family. Fight for your family. Let me quote one more scripture about this family. God is a household God. In Luke chapter 19, verse 9, this is Zacchaeus. This is about Zacchaeus. He came down. He came down from the tree. And Jesus said to him, Today, salvation. Oh my God. Can't, 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 can't you see what I'm saying? He said, Today, salvation has come to your house. 
Today, it didn't say salvation has come to you. Open your eyes. Look at the text. Today, salvation has come to your house because you, uh, because he, uh, 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 sorry, has come to this house because Zacchaeus is also a son of Abraham. Zacchaeus prayed. Zacchaeus uh, took a step like the way you are taking a step on this Zoom. Mm -hmm. You are taking a step just like Zacchaeus. But your step, the step you are taking is saving your household. Zacchaeus took a step and the step is saving his household. Save his household. Because God has your house in mind. The psalmist puts it this way. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Yes. I don't know what your family might have been going through. But today, God will give you a chance to call upon the God of salvation over your family. May God have mercy. May God have mercy. The God of mercy. Psalm 118 verse 14. Put it on the screen. This, uh, this one is about salvation. Psalm 118 verse 14. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Hallelujah! This should be your mantra for this tonight. The Lord is my, uh, the Lord is my strength and my song. Sometimes you feel weak. Sometimes you feel weak. You don't feel like continuing. You don't feel like going on. You don't feel like holding on. Hey, don't give up. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. In Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2, look at it. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2, said, Behold, God is my salvation. I will, I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He also has, oh my God, I like this one. He also has become my salvation. God has also become my salvation. He's my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. God is your salvation. God, somebody say, God is my salvation. God is my salvation. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my salvation. Exodus, let me give you one more. Exodus chapter 15, verse 2. This is Isaiah 12, 2. Exodus 15, 2. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is my strength and, and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My father's, did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? Mm -hmm. My father's God, this household, this household, this household, my father's God, and I will exalt him. My father's God has become my salvation. Jesus said to the man, this day, today, salvation has come to this house. I'm talking about somebody. This is somebody's prophetic word. Amen. Today, salvation has come to your home. Fight for your family. Don't stand and watch. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Karis Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.